welcome back to another episode of the enigma of mental health with me sia and today for the final episode i have dr andreas here with me again to tell us about what each of us has been through in this podcast and how we can improve our mental health and spread more awareness about it hey sia hi nice to hi. see you again okay so Uh, I've listened through all the episodes of the Enigma of Mental Health, and I think it's really, really inspiring. It's really amazing because we we hear from the first-hand source. We hear from the teenager. We hear from the person with various kinds of uh, I wouldn't say it mental disorder, but uh, various kinds of uh, problems, various kinds of struggle in their daily lives. So, for example, uh, about the people who are dealing with insecurities or confusion about her, his or her sexual orientation yeah, yeah that was that one was really amazing and how she went through it and about the expectation of school the expectation of the families and also about a feeling of loneliness about bullying and many others so what we learn from the podcast from the episodes are there are many kinds of mental problems mental and emotional problems came in various forms don't you think so yeah that's right so uh, if we talk about mental health if we talk about people with mental problems then perhaps we will think people with bipolar people with schizophrenia or or yeah even more we, we will think about people who are like the psychopath in silence of the lambs for example so they think that Oh, people with mental disorders are really, really scary and creepy. So don't befriend them and stay away as far as possible from them. But the truth is, people who have struggle in their mental condition are perhaps the same as us. We cannot see it on the outside, but they do feel it in the inside. And the only way that we can learn or we can recognize their pain is by talking to them, just like what you were doing in the podcast. Yeah. And. We see that the problems is in the daily activities about how they deal with parents. How they decided not to tell their parents about their problems because why? If you tell your parents that things will get worse instead of getting better, and also, well, there are many things that we do not teach in school. For example, don't you think that perhaps starting in I don't know perhaps in elementary or junior high, don't you think that perhaps We should teach about mental health awareness instead of just physical health awareness. Yeah, I think that's very important to like learn from a younger age, because I think when we're younger, we're more open to ideas. Like we haven't already formed opinions. So when we grow older, it kind of is already instilled in our mind the importance of mental health. Yes, exactly. So we knew that. From since we were little, we will taught about a lot of things about our physical health. We have the sports, you know, the uh, physical activities, the physical uh, exercise class, and then we were taught about perhaps we were taught about the how our body works or about first aid of the physical pain. And when we grow older in teenage years, we were taught about sexual health. We were taught about puberty, about perhaps about pregnancy and uh, problems about, you know, uh, other kinds of sexuality, such as the um, sexually transmitted diseases. But we weren't taught about 
sexual orientation. Well, perhaps mm-hmm. that's well, that's kind of difficult, you know, because we're dealing with gray areas there. You know, uh, I don't think that many schools or countries are open to the idea about LGBTQ, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, because that's still in the gray area, and I don't think that it's an easy concept to be taught about. But what about the insecurity of you know about uh, comparing yourself to others when you see that yeah. oh these people is uh, taller than me and perhaps they have better body shape than me and it makes us anxious we don't teach about it so i think what's important is to teach the younger people about the importance and awareness about mental health well i'm pretty sure that whenever we teach our students that it's okay to cry yeah yeah well, and That's- the problem is Crying is a normal part of human development. There are many various advantages of crying, such as when you, when you cry, biologically speaking, your body will release endorphin and it helps you to cope with the pain. And also socially, when you are crying, it will signal the other people to stop hurting you. So there are various advantages of crying or expressing your emotion healthily. But we instead in school, when we see that, Uh, a student is crying we just tell them to stop stop crying don't cry yeah so it, it seems as if we were told to suppress our emotion in our even in our early lives and such as you said when we were very young it's like easy for us to express whatever it's in our mind but society shapes us to be careful and really careful about what we said and come it comes to the point that we feel unsafe, we feel insecure even to say anything at all. And yeah. what do you think about it, Sia? I completely agree. Like, about the crying part especially, like, I used to think that crying makes someone weak when actually crying is just a form of expression. Like, anger, for example, it's a form of expression. You're feeling something and you're reacting to it. So similarly, crying, it's like, You're feeling sad, so you cry. But society has made it so negative that when you cry, you're weak. When you cry, you can't face your problems. So now it's like in everyone's mind, they try to hide the fact that they cry. Simply because to the world, people will think that they're weak. So, yes, that's, that's, that's really true. Yeah. And... Another problem about mental health is we cannot, well, we cannot hide the fact that bullying exists in almost every school with various kinds of forms, you know, like physical bullying or just verbal bullying, and it happens. And the problem with bullying is I, well, I have some experiences with patients or clients who got bullied, and the problem is they cannot do anything about it because when they do speak up about the condition, then usually the the first thing that the teacher will say is, why don't you fight back? Or yeah. just ignore him. So that uh, that's what we call as invalidation. So uh, we, we have to learn up to, you know what, um, if someone is expressing their opinion, we really need to validate it. We It's important for the teachers to recognize that The, the students are in pain. They're trying to speak up, but they do not get the validation that they need. Even worse, sometimes the bullying and the kid who got bullied, they both get the punishment. It's kind of yeah. doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> exactly. 
it's like for me personally because I've been through bullying and um, to just open up in this podcast was so hard for me because I had kind of hidden the fact that I was bullied inside me and I never told anyone so like it was new for me to express this and I remember like just a few days back when um, people found out through this podcast they were really supportive but back then it's like no one was there for me no one wanted to help me through it I was all alone like Obviously, my mom couldn't do much about it because she wasn't in school. My friends, I, we were young, so they really didn't know how to stick up for me. And the teachers, as you said, they would either like tell me to fight back and to stop crying or just ignore the fact that anything happened. And so that's what became so hard for me to share to other people. And I've kind of just suppressed all of these feelings inside of me hidden them away and honestly just talking about it here really helped me because I felt like the burden was off my shoulders and I felt so light to just talk about it I mean I did feel vulnerable at first and I did feel weak I didn't want to upload the podcast but I think like the support I got later on from people it was so positive And I feel that as you grow older, you know, because we all kind of have a little bit of awareness about mental health now, it's like a lot easier for us to come in the open. But when we're going through bullying, that's when it gets difficult. Like, that's when you see that people don't support you. You see that teachers can't do anything and you're just trapped. Yeah. And... One of the things that make it worse is what we call it as social pressure. You know, when when a certain kid or students get bullied, then I'm sure that people want to stand up for him or for her. But the problem is, if they do stand up for him or for her, they can be the next target of bullying. So that's kind of messed up because, well, uh, I believe that in the community, there are still many good people But the problem is they're afraid to show it because, well, we're not getting used to stand up for other people. And, yeah. and we, we were taught to mind your own businesses. And while, while we are in social media or we are in online interaction, then it's safer for people. People will feel safe if they stand up for other people because, because they're not there. And then after one, after another, people support you, then it will make the habit stronger and stronger so people will think that it's a normal thing to do and it's a good thing to do yeah so we really hope that uh, well i hope that someday school will normalize talking about mental health about bullying about uh, oh one of one of the uh, my favorite podca- podcast episodes is about the body acceptance you know the about body image about how we accept how we view ourselves Because yeah. that's also the problems in many teenagers when you're comparing yourself to others. Well, like, whoa, why is she taller than me? Why is she having more beautiful body than me? Or, or perhaps voice, why am my voice still like this and he's like that? So uh, I think we really need to share the belief that all kinds of bodies are beautiful. Yeah. As long as you accept it and it's healthy enough for you, so it's good. Yeah. 
exactly like that's exactly what i was trying to convey in that podcast because i know like i've noticed so many people out there who go through self esteem problems like i feel like that's so common i've seen so many friends talk about like they don't have a good self esteem me myself and a lot of other people in social media like it's simply because we compare ourselves to each other all the time about everything and that becomes so toxic for us yes sure so and um, i think this is the my last suggestion for this session um when i was back in when i was pursuing my education in psychiatry we once conduct what we called as a peer uh, support peer support group so we come to a college and then we teach the the students there the college students about how to support your friends so sometimes you know that teenagers feel distance with the older people example well if, even to a therapist even though well see so yeah, you already see me face in face and you see that i'm still a young person but yeah. they feel that i feel distance because i'm a student and you're a therapist you're a professional so by doing what we call a peer counselor or peer support group it's really wonderful because they think that they get the help from their own circle from their own society mm-hmm. and we did it back in college and it was really successful i could say that it's really successful because we can so so this this is what the peer group did they do not try to heal or cure anyone they just be there to listen and then give them support to see a professional mental health and that's wonderful because since we have the mental health support group the, the peer support group then the uh, the students who are willingly come to psychiatrists in our campus just really uh, the numbers are rising and i think that's a good good number that's a good predictors of a successful program so i really hope that these kinds of peer counselor or peer support group can start even in high school because that's when we really really look for what to other people we really compare ourselves to our peers and imagine that we if we have a positive social interaction we have a positive environment then it will be a new normal for us yeah exactly i completely agree um starting this whole concept it would be a great start for improving mental health like it would be an awesome start if school does take up this concept so doctor thank you so much for coming here for the last time you're you're really welcome sia and thank you for inviting me to this wonderful experience okay guys so I think this is the end of this season and thank you so much guys for staying here for sticking up till this final episode. I am so grateful for all of my listeners and for all of you out there who were able to listen to every story and to understand every person that has been a part of this podcast. Thank you so much again. I am so 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 grateful. And let's stick together and let's make a change. I'm going to sign off. Bye.